0: Welcome to the CantoCast, where the stakes are high. The drinks are cold. And no matter your bet, Jeff and Tristan have you covered. So grab your chips. Drink up. And enjoy the show.
1: Greetings everyone. It is Tristan here with the CantoCast. I'm with my co-host Jeff. How you doing? And this is our first episode. We have a great episode planned out. We're going to start off with talking about our origins, why we're starting the podcast, uh, why we love Star Wars, you know, just to get you guys more familiar with us. And then from there, we have a big news topic to talk about. Uh, pretty, we're going to talk about pretty much almost 100% confirmed Obi-Wan movie. Of course, right now it is reported that it is in very early stages. and They've also supposedly named a director. We'll talk a little bit about more too but we'll go ahead and start out with um jeff has a shout out he wants to give or we need to give actually and then we'll head right into our origin segment
0: yeah um we want to give a shout out to shelby and brian of the hyperspace Pod Blast for doing our awesome intro and outro and we really want to thank them for that because they are awesome people and you should check out their podcast too they, they talk about everything Star Wars in less than 30 minutes or less.
1: Absolutely. Awesome podcast, guys. Make sure you check them out. They did an amazing job, like Jeff said, on the intro and outro, and we cannot thank them enough. So, starting out with the origins, I figured I'd ask you, and then I guess I'll get kind of my side. Uh, how long have you um, loved Star Wars for?
0: Well, I've loved Star Wars ever since I was seven years old, seven, eight years old. Um, I was born in 69, so, yeah, it put me around eight years old when A New Hope came out, and ever since I saw A New Hope, I was a fan, and, you know, I like to think of myself as a positive Star Wars fan, don't really like, you know, yes, there are some aspects of Star Wars that aren't really for me, but... I really don't you know really talk negative a lot about Star Wars but you know there are just some people that you know don't want to mess with you know the originals and only see actually six films they don't even recognize the new you know Disney acquisition they don't you know appreciate disney taking over but i think disney's done a great job so far Absolutely. And we, we'll talk about that more later though when we Absolutely. get into the news yep. but yeah um you know so yeah, as as this podcast progresses, i'm pretty sure the listeners will get to know each of us and you know our likes and dislikes and stuff like that i just don't like the the fans that oh it's Star Wars and you have to like everything right or or the fans that oh if you like this if you like the Phantom Menace you're not a Star Wars fan how can you like that you know put someone down for something that they like Star Wars is such a big and expansive universe that's the great thing about it you could pick and choose Out of this universe, the stuff that you love, the stuff that you want to gravitate towards, and the stuff you don't, don't. You know?
1: Yep, of course.
0: Pick and choose. And the people that like something that you don't, let them like it. Just sit down, listen to them. Don't argue with them. Listen to them. You know, maybe they'll sway you to their side. You never know. I've actually had someone you know, sway me on, you know, a certain topic the other day that, you know, I look at it a little differently now. So, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Just... Oh, yeah. I, I completely agree. And um, myself, I was actually born in 2000. So I think a really cool dynamic that the listener listeners are going to get to, you know, kind of see, and especially as like Yucky said, it progresses. Um, just the age gap that we have is going to be so interesting because we're going to bring um, such different perspectives of course you've you know l- loved Star Wars a lot longer than I have you know obviously and you know and you're going to have a really well developed opinion and mine may be well developed as well but it's going to be a little bit more fresh a little bit more I mean you know fresh as in um, you know just you know taking in more Star Wars content um, Right. you know I'm going to be learning more and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff that you're probably going to teach me about Star Wars as we do this and yeah uh, I guess, kind of getting a younger person's perspective. You know, I'm 17 right now. You're know, you 31 years older than me. The viewers can do the math. But uh, it's going to be really cool to kind of see, you know, two generations' um, opinion of Star Wars. And, you know, going along with the fans, um, the different types of fans, Star Wars is just so diverse. You know, there's obviously millions, if not billions of people that have some sort of a passion for Star Wars. As we've seen with Disney, you know, from the good and the bad fans. um, There's millions of them, at least, out there. And you get people that, you know, will bring politics into it, people that will bring, you know, very personal, very deep-rooted opinions. Um, and it's, it's interesting to see. Um, of course, it doesn't always go over smoothly, especially during the politics. Oh, I don't want to talk a lot about politics, but just looking and viewing about how, you know, people will bring, like, political agendas into a fandom like this and how it can, you know, cause a little bit of chaos is very interesting. I and mean, not only that, but, of course, like you said... Um, how big the Star Wars universe is and how much you can pick and choose about what you like and don't like is something that I think is awesome about Star Wars. You know, if you're a comic guy, then great, there's plenty of, you know, comic material. If you're a video game guy, um, there hasn't been as much lately, there's more coming out, but there's still a bunch of games, you know, for you to play. So it's just so cool, I think, about Star Wars because there is something for everyone. You know, you go, and, I mean, for example, you know, like Rogue One, you know, the last Star Wars movie I saw in a theater. Um, there were five-year-olds clapping, and there were 50-year-olds clapping. You know, there is something in Star Wars that, that anyone from any background, any age, any generation can enjoy. And just, like, going and, you know, observing it, like, in a movie theater, I think, is perfect. So, um, I've liked Star Wars, to get back to the original question, or love Star Wars, ever since I was about four or five years old. Um, I remember watching my first Star Wars movie, which was A New Hope. I, like, begged my mom because somehow I knew about Yoda. I begged my mom, you know, can I can I please watch the one with Yoda in it? And um, I think she knew better than that. She showed me a new hope. And I I, mean, I was mad. I was like, where's Yoda? Where's Yoda? She's like, oh, just wait, you know? And then we saw the Empire Strikes Back, and I was just, you know, of course, instantly satisfied once they got to uh, Dagobah. And ever since then, you know, Yoda's been just this, such a legendary and iconic character, not only in my mind, but many yeah. people as well. So really, I mean, ever since I saw the uh, the Death Star, looming above screen i've been totally entranced but i just remember you know i mean yoda was really you know when i really started grabbing my attention more so than um a new hope did but um i've been a lifelong star wars fan you know since i was you know four or five really old enough to understand a movie to, uh, to be honest and then i've just been of course completely captured ever since so that's going to lead us into our next question uh why do you want to start a star wars podcast i
0: i think we're We could both agree that we wanted to start it. Um, for myself, I've gone from, you know, I just, of course, started out just listening to podcasts and actually my first podcast I ever listened to wasn't even a star Wars podcast. Friend introduced me to podcasts at work because I was getting bored at work with nothing to listen to and. He knew that I was interested in the paranormal. Uh So he gave me this paranormal podcast to listen to. He said, here, listen to this podcast called Anything Ghost. It's people's personal paranormal story stories. He goes, they're really interesting. So I started listening to that and I asked him, you know, you know, what, what is a podcast? Right. And he, he told me and he goes. He goes, seriously, he goes, he goes, go ahead and start, you know, typing a topic, you know, and you you'll get something, you know, come up. So I typed in Star Wars and Rebel Force Radio popped up. It was the very first one that popped up. I was like, oh, I like Star Wars. I'll listen to this. And I started listening to Rebel Force Radio right before the Disney acquisition. So I started listening to this thinking, I love Star Wars, but what could they possibly talk about? You know, because the last movie was Revenge of the Sith. I'm like, my goodness, what are they going to talk about? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I listened to it and they filled two hours talking and I was just entranced. I I loved it. I was like, oh, these are my people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that Jimmy Mack, is basically same age as me, I was like, yes, you know, these are my people. So I looked for other Star Wars podcasts and started listening to those. And I went from being a Star Wars podcast listener to actually being in the right place at the right time to become a podcaster. Yeah. And I figure I just want to do this because hey, when I was listening to those podcasts, I'll be sitting there talking to myself in my head going, no, 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 no. Wait, how <laughs> yeah. about this? You, you forgot about this. You yeah know? I'm like, oh, if only I can get my opinion to, to these guys. Right. And, and, you know, I found Twitter and I'm like, oh, I can connect with the host on Twitter so that I started, you know, talking to the host on Twitter and stuff. And that's how I met Shelby and Brian and uh-huh. Sophie and Phil and you know, list goes one and one there's Eric, Dallas, and Luke of the Bad Motivators. I <laughs> mean um, they're just and it's just like one big community and Absolutely I just wanted to try to be a part of it somehow. And like I said, I was just in the I should say I was on Twitter at the right time. Uh-huh. I saw that hyperspace pop last retweeted your tweet about looking for a co-host and yep I jumped on it. so
1: that's awesome and I'm very glad you did. I'm very glad you did. And that, that's awesome that you know you had to listen to podcasts. Um, I came around podcasting a little bit differently, but I mean that's awesome that you you know are have like been an active you know member in the community and now you're getting a chance to uh, I guess spread your wings you know show your true yeah. colors and really get to uh, you know throw your voice out there now so I mean that's awesome. Um, I came about it a little bit differently. Um, I don't. I mean, I'm, some some of the viewers may may or not may or may not know. I know you do. Um, I have a YouTube channel myself, and of course, it's about Star Wars. And uh, from doing YouTube for a couple of months, um, I kind of you know thought to myself, you know, what other avenues of, you know, I guess of content creation can I pursue? You know, to really pique my interest, pique others' interest, and find you know almost a different. Style to entertain people, and so I thought to myself, okay, what do I like most about the YouTube videos? What is my, you know, my favorite parts of you know YouTube? And you know, the answer actually came pretty quickly. It was you know acting and you know the personality. I think the reason why people you know like my channel and what I really like doing is I guess throwing my personality, throwing my you know opinions out there, and you know kind of you know getting my voice out there and getting people to think, getting people you know to entertain people, getting them to even. Um, you know start their own channels I've already inspired someone to start their own cha- uh, Star Wars channel which is absolutely crazy because I just started a couple months right. ago but it's that whole personality and that whole almost you know I mean not so much acting I do a little do a little bit of you know I guess you could say acting on YouTube I mean I won't, won't on podcasts that much I guess because you know it's more of your opinion but just I guess that whole kind of speaking to a community is something that I've just I have absolutely loved and you know you know podcasting perfect answer, you know that is just straight up you know you and your opinion so that was uh the mirrors and i listened to a couple of podcasts before i think my first star wars podcast was um steel saunders and steel wars okay, was yeah. my first one and i, I listened to him and i really love i you know really love his show he's awesome awesome guy and then yeah. from there i you know i started slowly you know creeping out i found some more you know star wars podcasts which I listen to as much as I can. I, I'm behind on my podcast, to be honest. I need to catch up. But um, I found some other podcasters and also a YouTuber by the name of HelloGrito. You guys have may have heard of him. Um, also did a YouTube podcast with me just for an episode. We had a great discussion. And he's really helped. Um, he's taught me a lot about YouTube. He's almost kind of like a YouTube mentor, I would say. But he has helped me a lot. He really has inspired me to uh, take that next step and really you know, get out there in the community because I always see him. Um, he is like a community's you know go-to guy he is you know always interacting always you know kind of this calm strict but fair you know opinion in the star wars um universe and community And that's really refreshing so i'm really glad that he's uh,
0: youtube yoda
1: hope yeah pretty much i would pretty much say he's youtube yoda <laughs> i would definitely say that so that's my goal in podcasting is you know just to you know entertain people get them to think and you know get my opinion out there just like you so it's awesome yeah. i think we have you know it's, I think I just really am looking forward to seeing like where this dynamic goes because it's I think it's shaping up to be a great one for sure. Yeah. So what personal goals or dreams have you had? It can be Star Wars related or not. Just like what are you, you know, like if you could have like one goal or dream like you, you were to achieve or get, what what would it
0: be? Hmm. I don't know. I guess, I guess for this, for the for this podcast to catch on, would be one. Yeah, of course. But, but uh, actually, I, I really haven't thought of that, much. But, actually, actually, I guess personal, goal dream of mine, is to make it, to at least one Star Wars celebration. Mm-hmm. And I still have not oh, been yes. there yet. Neither have I. But. My goal is to get to at least one. Hopefully, I don't know about because I think they said 2019 will probably be out in Anaheim again. That's what I've heard as well. And with me being on the East Coast, that might be a little tricky. tricky Expensive. And yeah, oh yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, California's not cheap to begin with, even for people in California. Right.
0: So, yeah. But hopefully, you know, next time it's down in Orlando or something, because you know you know, playing my cards right, I could I could hopefully like hop a ride with someone down to Florida. Yeah. Because I know there's there's another Star Wars podcast I listen to, Star Wars in Character, that two of the guys that are on that podcast, they're four lifelong friends that grew up together and their hometown is probably like an hour or so away from where I am. Oh wow. So, if I play my cards right and if they actually listen to this, maybe I can like hop a ride with them next time it's in Orlando because I know last time they were in Orlando I I believe they did drive down because I saw a couple of uh, Facebook videos of them driving down so
1: Mhm. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I got to find out a way for sure.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I would just that would probably be my main goal right now is to get to a Star Wars celebration because <clears throat> you could say I've sort of attended the last two via the live stream. Right, right. Because I've actually taken off work. Oh, so wow, So I can yeah. actually sit here for four days and just watch the live mm-hmm.
1: stream. Yeah,
0: but, but in person, you know, whole new experience. Yeah, some for people sure. think that's crazy, but hey. That's how, you know. Into Star Wars, yeah, I know. It's all, because, all about the passion, for sure. Yeah, because yeah, my my fandom did slow down there after Revenge of the Sith, but it never went away. Right, it was just reignited by finding podcasts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then and, eventually
1: Disney, I, I bet.
0: Yeah, and then when Disney bought them, I was, I was very excited when i heard that i mean yes i was sad that you know george wasn't there anymore but it would mean that star wars is gonna live on and we're getting new films and oh my god
1: <laughs> right you know? yeah something you would never would have thought would have happened back in 2005.
0: right, right. i mean i was feeling like a seven-year-old again right so, of course yeah and and you know I have I have uh, two nephews well I have three nephews but the one the one he's still probably a little bit too young to even start thinking about watching Star Wars right but the other two the one's uh, gonna be a junior in college and the other one's 22 23 so and their lifetime, the, they're lifelong Star Wars fans because of their uncle Jeff. So <laughs> I'm I'm yeah. happy to take them every de- since Force Awakens. Last two December's we've gone to a Star Wars movie. It's become a tradition ever since Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. So that's that's probably the only thing I'm I'm hoping for somehow that the Han Solo movie actually gets bumped from May to December.
1: (laughs) Right, because everyone will be, you know, available for it. It's a tradition. Right. Because
0: my one nephew, he's home from college. It's a perfect time.
1: Yep, holidays. Everyone has, yeah, some time
0: off. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: No, I I totally get that, and I I love the movies in December. Um, I never went to a Star Wars movie as a child because when I was two, when Attack of the Clones came out, and then five, came, yeah. well my parents wanted to take a five-year-old to revenge of the sith <laughs> so uh um yeah i never actually saw any of the prequels in theaters force awakens was my first um film star wars film to see in you know in a theater and that of course every december now uh, i clear off that pretty much that entire week just yeah. in out of hype and preparation for a star wars movie so i definitely understand that and i would say like my personal goal or dream um you know just doing youtube and like doing podcasting full time i've really discovered how much i really love um the, everything about it you know the process you know the the enjoyment i get out of it the just the work overall is amazing it would be like my dream if i was able to intertwine you know not only youtube and podcasting but also acting and directing of course um star wars just captured my imagination and my love for movies and ever since then I, you know I've wanted to work as you know you know as a uh, an actor or a director both you know preferably so um, mixing right. all that up is really something I'd love to do um, for my job and I'm gonna attend film school I don't know where yet you know I just gotta like you know figure out what I can afford you know so but the, yeah. those I would say like that's my I guess goal slash dream if I got to do you know all that you know YouTube and podcasting mixed in with some acting and directing for movies that would be like my my dream perfect, I guess you could say, job, lifestyle, all the above would be my, you know, what I would really love to do. Um, so, yeah, that's I guess kind of what my dream would be, would be able to do this full time, um, just something that I've absolutely grown to love in just a short period of like three or four months now, so.
0: Yeah, well, like like Kevin Smith always said, if he can make a movie, anybody can make a movie yeah Uh,
1: and i I guess that would mean like well what is my dream movie i mean i guess my dream movie would be to be in a star wars movie you know who would not want to be i I would probably honestly want to do like an anthology film um i just don't know about doing you know i don't know how you know the the new generation you know daisy ridley john boyega oscar isaac they handled like it perfectly and they're doing an amazing job but just that stress that you are affecting, you know, history, you know, in the making. It's just, I don't um, know, that'd be very intense. I would definitely love to do it, but I just think, like, an anthology film would be really cool, you know, something more, sty- you know, more for your style. But, uh, so I guess my dream movie would be, any Star Wars movie, Um, if I wanted to go that specific. I'd also love to give a shot at uh, the Joker, you know, see-, see how I can compare myself. Probably nowhere near to, like, Heath Ledger's Joker, but... <laughs> um, just you know, hearing about all of the things he did in preparation for that role, just is something that you know, just fully devoting your life to it, you know, for that um, time would be something really cool, something a, re- a really cool outcome. Um, that would be very interesting. I think it'd be interesting, you know, and just really cool to do um, something that again, a dream, you know, to be able to be able to like fully commit like that to a role and uh, really get a great outcome from it like he did I mean oh great outcome acting wise I should say um of course all the anyways yeah all the problems that he had after um were horrible but yeah just mm-hmm. something like that would be my uh my dream so I guess we can almost you know just more of just you know a personality building thing is there any other uh, hobbies or interests that you have besides
0: Star Wars um oh yeah I I don't know if it's a hobby but One of my first jobs, right out of when I came back from the two years that I went to college, um, was um, at a AMC movie theater. Um, Started working there when I was like 19, 20, Uh and you know, started out as an usher. Then I became a projectionist, and yeah, as old as I am. We they still had film back then, so yeah, process of you know building up the movie because it you had to build up from like a movie would come in, like typically, an average movie would be on seven to eight reels movie reels, and you had to splice them together into one big, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. on the platter and then. Thread it through the projector and run it and you know if the film breaks you have to be there to splice it and get it back up on the screen yeah oh boy yeah (laughs) I I mean that was one of my favorite jobs I've ever had that's awesome had you know almost worked for them for 10 years and then you know moved on from there just because at the time they didn't offer benefits they only offered benefits to managers right so, I had, you know, I was coming to the age where I was like, my dad was like, "You're gonna be off my insurance pretty soon." So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to get a quote real job, even right. though it was a real job. But um, yeah, I, 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 I've missed it ever since then, and I don't know how many years years it's been now. Probably, well, probably close to ten years. I've been back working part-time on the weekends at an older movie theater here in town. It's just a, you know, small, old, small movie house. It's actually the movie house that I used to go to when I was a little kid.
1: Oh, really? That's cool. That's really cool.
0: And they refurbished it, reopened it years ago. And I started working there and they were still running film. And I was excited because I was like, oh my goodness. I hope I remember how to do this and sure enough when they when the other projectionist was working there he had me come up he goes go ahead and you know thread the movie up and see how much you remember I remembered so that's that's awesome that's a really cool skill to have
1: one that a lot of people don't have especially in this day and age that's really neat that is really neat
0: then unfortunately when all of a sudden you know the the rule, I don't know if it's a, but I yeah they were getting the to the point where they were going to stop manufacturing film altogether, so every single movie theater doesn't matter if you were independently owned, nonprofit, what have you, you had to go digital. Yeah, and now of course all I do is, you get the, almost looks like a big. I mean, it looks like a big old 8-track tape that okay. the movie on. And you stick it in the back of the projector, hit download, downloads the movie on the projector, takes about 10 minutes, and then you input a little USB key to release the movie that, mm-hmm. that allows you to show it. That has, like, all the copyrights and stuff, on it to release, right. and then... That's it. All I gotta do is hit play on the screen, and it projects it. No danger well, of film, so mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of boring. But you know, hey, I'm back projecting movies, even if it's just you know, digital. Ba- yeah, digital, basically. You know, and we even run when we can't get a movie because we run, every October actually we run a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. And they they don't send us that the film companies don't send us that that we have our own blu-ray. Oh wow. And we pop it in the blu-ray player and project it on the screen. So huh? That that so, is
1: a really cool that's, I, that Dawson's definitely consider that a hobby.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. So, so one of these weekends I'm going to take uh, either Rogue One or force awakens blu-ray in there and i'm just gonna like stay afterwards and watch it myself on the big screen again
1: Mm-hmm. oh that's cool yeah that, that's cool getting to see stuff on the big screen um good benefit right there for sure yeah um that's re- that's actually a really cool hobby that's one that not a lot of people have either it's very unique especially yeah. you know with everything going digital like you said earlier and hopefully you know one day maybe you get to uh start you know using the throwing the tapes again um somehow yeah. some way that's that's really cool that, that's a really cool thing um, are there any other uh, shows or movies that you or even franchises that you're also really dedicated to as well
0: um I'll probably say the DC films and um, DC films Indiana Jones um, my favorite I always call it a pure movie trilogy because there has only been ever three movies of it, mm-hmm. which is Back to the Future. Yeah. I was always a big Michael J. Fox fan from when I was a kid. I was watching Family Ties when I was growing up. And I was like, oh, I always want to be like Michael P. Keaton. And then, you know, as I got older and rewatching the r- reruns and stuff, I would be like, you know actually his character was a jerk yeah I don't but then you know but then i got you know as i got older i was like understood that he's just an actor playing a role you know right. back to the yeah. future I was like oh okay so yeah back to the future probably the dc and marvel movies okay can, i am so far behind on the marvel movies because Growing up, I was always more of a DC person. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, and then TV shows, um, if you would, I believe, it's their very first, it's Hyperspace blast. also did a little spinoff show that they called Rapid Fire Fandom Fridays. Okay. Which they, like, three or four guests. If you want to be a guest on the show, just... You know, DM DM them on Twitter, and you know, give them your information, and they'll get you on the show. Yeah. Basically, what it is is mixing another one of your fandoms with Star Wars. Oh. So, it was. I sort of kind of spawned that idea, for them. Yeah, that's, that's cool. I I found out that they were also fans of Bob's Burgers.
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh,
0: I know Bob's Burgers. <laughs> and we and we were, you know, going back and forth on Twitter. You know, sending each other gifts of Bob's Burgers and stuff. And <laughs> nice. Nice. That, that's funny. I told, I told him. I said, Hey, I said, if you had me a, as a guest on your show, I said we could also talk about Bob's Burgers. So they they were trying. Shelby was trying to figure out how to incorporate, you know, that with Star Wars, and then she came up with this idea for this other spinoff show. Right. So, yeah, it was the very first episode of that. If the listeners want to go back in the hyperspace Pop Blast feed and find it, they can listen to it and they'll find out how big of a Bob's Burgers fan I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I I mean, I used to be really in the family guy, but then Bob's Burgers came along and totally replaced that.
1: Really? See, I I am a Family Guy fan, but I have not watched uh, Bob's Burgers, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I still watch Family Guy, but, oh my goodness, it was just, I don't know, it's just something about, it was just something about Bob's Burgers that, I mean. Has it, has like a charm to it. Yeah, it was, it's like right there, like on the edge between, because some people compare what they say, Family Guy is like, The Simpsons, but a little edgier. Oh yeah, definitely. And which I also loved The Simpsons when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And then, but I think Bob's Burgers is right in there, in between both of them.
1: Kind of like a perfect balance, almost. Yeah,
0: because they can go like right towards the edge, but then they you know bring it back right before it gets too. Too Family
1: Guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because and I also, also like uh, Rick and Morty.
1: I've I've not, I've not watched it, but I've only heard amazing things
0: about it. Oh, it's that one is, I would say, a little bit more over the line from Family Guy. Really? <laughs> yeah, because wow. if you, um, my wife and I got, they're on their third season now. My wife and I got their first two seasons on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and if. <laughs> you get them on blu-ray they're uncensored oh (laughs) nice yeah yeah. that yeah that's what i'm saying it's a little bit more over the edge than uh family guy and i think their tagline for their for rick and morty is only a show this smart could be so stupid (laughs) it's so
1: dumb that it's genius it's one of those things yeah yeah so then so then you you'd say that you're huge into like comedy stuff
0: oh yeah yeah comedy animation uh-huh yeah so yeah I mean what was yeah Simpsons I think was the very first one I guess the very first prime time animation show I think I remember watching then I remember when family guy came on I got into that big time and then All of a sudden, it just like disappeared, got canceled. Right. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That was awesome. That was an awesome show. Yeah. Yeah. I I heard there was, I mean, the the fans fans pretty much brought it back. Yeah. The fans spoke up and brought it back. And I was like, yes. And now, you know, it's, it, I think it might get to Simpsons level where it just keeps going and going and going.
1: Maybe. I know they're making a new season right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, I've I've only seen Family Guy from those shows, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I've have heard great things about Bob's Burgers. I've heard great things about Rick and Morty, and from I've seen a little bit of The Simpsons, but of course that's considered one of the best, you know, and longest running TV shows of all time. So
0: yeah, I mean yeah, still watch The Simpsons every now and then, but it's usually just our traditional annual ho- or Halloween one, right? Because lately I I think it's been dropping off a little bit because I mean you you run for that long you know mhm
1: eventually it'll wear off some maybe yeah, yeah. Yeah, somehow some way yeah
0: that's that's the only thing i'm afraid cuz I, I always tell my wife I said, i never want Bob's burgers stand mhm but i'm afraid if it does get to that level i'll be like you know oh here we go again
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know and i'll be like oh no I, I, I do not want to start hating this show yeah
1: yeah that's that'd normal. be
0: yeah oh. um, that's i mean Oh, almost, I was about to mention them, and I Seinfeld. I was also okay, yep. a huge Seinfeld fan. And we were just talking about that the other night because my wife was like, did you see they're bringing uh, Will and Grace back? And I was like, are you serious? And she was like, yeah. I was like, see, I said, I don't think that's good. That I said, you can't recapture... I said, sometimes you can't recapture the magic. Right. I said, see, I said, I'm said i a huge Seinfeld fan. But I do not want them to bring Seinfeld back. Yeah. Don't want it them to like, perfect. ruin anything. Yeah. Leave it. It was good. Nine seasons, perfect. Leave it. I said, any of my favorite show- sitcoms like that, I do not want to see come back that I already mm. left. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they ended them. And if you bring them back, you might not be able to capture that magic. Right. I told her. I saw, I'm I'm afraid for Will and Grace. I don't know if they are gonna be able to bring it back or not.
1: Mm-hmm. It'll be it'll be they'll be rolling the dice with them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I wasn't a huge fan of that show, but I've seen a couple episodes, and the ones I saw were funny. Yeah. But you know, I'm like, I don't know if that's gonna work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We can only I, I guess only time will tell.
0: Yeah, I don't know if there. Serious, I don't know if there was a big contingency of Will and Grace fans out there that were calling for them to come back or not, because I was just like, mm-hmm. why are you showing that? Right. Yeah, kind of spontaneous, just random. Did they run out of ideas? Just
1: like, seems like mm-hmm. Hollywood is. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. But. Uh, well, I mean, those are some great shows to be into. Definitely. Um, I've only really seen Family Guy from those, um, but I would say my favorite uh, TV shows. My favorite TV show of all time is actually Breaking Bad.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: I don't know if you've seen it or not.
0: That's um, no, that's one I
1: haven't seen. That that is some, that is something you need to mentally prepare for, because <laughs> yeah. that show has I've,
0: everything you, in, in it. Everything. Um, I've, heard, I've heard nothing but I have heard nothing but good things, and people were surprised when I said I didn't watch it. But I think. When that came out, if I'm not mistaken, Walking Dead was just getting started too, mm-hmm. and I was really, I'm really into the Walking Dead. Uh, so am I. So am I. So I, mm, I just, I was like, no, I can't add another show to my list. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I. Yeah, I'm waiting for the next Walking Dead season to come out. Um, I really do enjoy Walking Dead. I, I really do enjoy it as well. Um, and then so that'd be my favorite of course I guess my favorite show I do watch some Family Guy I love Beavis and Butthead I yeah. <laughs> just that dumb humor it's just I just find it hilarious like it's just mindlessly entertaining you know it's just a great way to numb your mind for a little bit
0: um, be- yeah Beavis and Butthead forgot all about them in South Park I'm not I'm not a South Park person okay. I've seen a
1: couple episodes and I don't think they're bad it's just never really right. it's, drew me it's in fully
0: it's I would think I mean, I watched I think I fell out of South Park after the second season. Okay. And I know that one's still going too, but I fell out of that after the second season when they second or third season, whatever whatever season they actually I think they actually killed Kenny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then
0: bring him back. I forget what season that was, but after that, I was just like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. part of the oh nope <laughs> so, yeah he's back anyway so
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I was, as far as like movies I really like the Terminator um, franchise Man. I'm a huge Terminator fan um let's see what else have I liked of course I mean of course I like Indiana Jones um, really in any, any good movie um, I'm trying to think of the last you know amazing movie I've seen um, would probably I saw it late of course I just saw it um, a couple weeks ago a couple months months ago actually was the revenant Really enjoyed that film. Um, I loved *The Martian*. I loved *Interstellar*. I loved you know space exploration stuff. Um, so th- I've just I love those movies, and really anything that has a great story I will probably enjoy. Um, I do I do play some video games right now. I guess the game I'm my game I'm currently playing is actually uh, the new *Legend of Zelda* game *Breath of the Wild*. Is actually I'm kind of fully entranced in that game right now. It's Been a lot of fun to play through. And then I guess outside you could say of video games and movies, I'm actually a huge uh, Formula One fan of r- racing. So that's that's actually that is the one thing I think I've been watching longer than Star Wars. I think would be Formula One. Um, so that is like that is my favorite sport. That's just you know I know everyone like loves football or hockey or soccer <laughs> or basketball, but for me, um, auto racing in general and for- Formula One specifically is will be my favorite. Uh, sport to watch so i grew up watching um you know michael schumacher with ferrari and my favorite driver um just because you know when i was a kid you know just seeing that bright red ferrari you know out in front all the time i guess it just you know left me no option to cheer for them but i I, you know i'm huge ferrari fan then big ferrari fan now and uh i guess formula one would be my favorite sport that's something that i could probably it probably matches star wars whereas you know my top two favorite um you know things you could say would be star wars and
0: f1 yeah so. yeah i'm 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 a hockey guy so okay nice nice that would probably be my favorite sport sport i yeah so. i
1: don't watch much hockey um i i think it's a great sport and i just uh, i've just never really gotten too much into it um i guess none of my friends or family was ever you know watching it constantly so i never really got exposed to it i guess you could say um, right you know, so and which is weird. I lived in Indiana, so it's not like we were in uh, you know a hot you know place where they didn't have hockey. But uh, right. up there, um, it's all. I mean, it was Formula One, you know, of course, and racing because Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And then it was Bruh. Peyton Manning and the Colts was also yeah. you know the, because the Pacers were bad, you know. So basketball <laughs> was kind of going away, and uh, brought in you know the Colts and football, and of course, auto racing has always been you know in the Indianapolis blood. So. Right. I guess that would explain my, you know, a little bit of my background. Of course, my my dad grew up in Europe, so that's where he got exposed to Formula One, went to races all across Europe, and of course, you know, he started watching it again up in America. So, I guess that kind of, I guess where that all comes from, but uh, that is, um, yeah, that is really what my, you know, main interests are. So, of course, besides, like I said, movies, filmmaking, acting, YouTube stuff, and podcasting. So, okay. Yeah. Any other thing you want to finish up on with Origins? Anything you would like um, our listeners to know before we move on to the news segment?
0: Um, actually, as you were saying your favorite TV shows, and I brought up The Walking Dead, I didn't want to mention a couple other shows I'm into, just in case you know the listeners haven't seen them and want to check them out. Okay. Um, like, because I was like, I can't add another show to my list. Yeah, Just, that list is huge right now, and I am behind on some of these shows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... The Walking Dead. The these are shows other than sitcoms and stuff. Okay, okay. The Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead. Um, mm-hmm. Winona Earp. Okay. Uh, Van Helsing which I think is coming back very soon. I heard there was going to be a second season. Mm-hmm. And one that just actually came out that's on sci-fi that blew my mind because I was like they're getting away with this on you know a TV channel that yeah, is Prime Channel. Yeah. <laughs> the, the show is called um Blood Drive it is the freakiest show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> blood, gore, language, everything. Oh, you should watch Breaking Bad. I
1: guarantee you can at least match it.
0: <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. It's like post apocalyptic race across the country. The cars uh-huh. run, blood. It's Even just, more so than The Walking Dead, then, too. Yeah, it, it's just, I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. so yeah if, if any listeners want to you know brave it and check out blood drive trust me you know hit me up on twitter later and tell me what you thought but yeah it's pretty you know it's pretty out there oh
1: good to know i guess i might as well throw in a uh, better call saul of course the spinoff of breaking that's the
0: spinoff um, yeah yeah
1: because that is an excellent show well i don't think it is as strong as the walking dead or not the walking dead sorry um Breaking Bad, but, you know, Breaking Bad's my favorite, so, you know. But it's still a very solid show, something that I think is still top quality. And then I, I guess, you know, since this is a Star Wars podcast, I'm going to throw in Star Wars The Clone Wars animated yeah. series as well. You know, oh, yeah. Not Rebels. I would not consider that yeah. even close to being up there in my favorites, but Star Wars The Clone yeah. Wars, yeah.
0: But yeah, it's... Yeah, I will check out Breaking Bad one these days. I'm just still trying to get over because when i saw who was starring it i was like i'm like oh no i said no i i, I can't see him doing that stuff he's he's malcolm's dad yeah
1: brian cranston he's,
0: yeah <laughs> he's he's dr tim Watley on seinfeld no <laughs> i can't see him doing this
1: yeah oh but he pulled it once off I, I will say the, that
0: once i get over that because i love brian cranston I, I am gonna check it out
1: oh yeah and whenever you do just make sure that your viewing schedule is cleared because once you start you will not be able to stop so if yeah, you have anything uh, you're finishing up finishing up because it will trust me you just won't not we won't be able to stop I couldn't I straight binged the entire yeah. show it's just so good
0: I I know all about binging because I just recently got into the uh, the flash. CW show. Okay.
1: Yep. Yeah, I've heard it's, it's pretty last addictive.
0: Year. And I just totally binged the first season. My wife didn't want to stop watching. I didn't want to stop watching it. Yeah. And then I'm just like, ah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I think, I mean, if that wraps it up for you for that segment, it wraps it up for me. I oh, think yeah. that was a very good introduction. And of course, it's I'm sure. Since this is
0: a Star Wars podcast, I think we should...
1: Yeah, go back to Star Wars. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess the other hobby slash interest was, I guess, supposed to be off topic. But hey, you know what? It's good that they're getting our perspectives on things. I think it helps with um, understanding us better, especially when we start getting into Star Wars stuff. So, we are headed now into a very, very Star Wars-y topic. Uh, The news about the supposedly um, upcoming Obi-Wan film. Uh, It has pretty much been confirmed... I don't think Disney or Lucasfilm has released an official statement saying, yes, this is in development. Yes, this is the director. Yes, you know we are making this. But yeah. from what it sounds like, it is like, it's it's happening.
0: Yeah. Which, my only question is to the listeners out there, we, we, we did see this coming, right? Because that's all everyone was talking about. It's like, when they're going to announce the Obi-Wan movie, it wasn't when are they going to announce the standalone film? Next standalone film. It's when they go announce the Obi One movie. I think most yeah. fans think we're anticipating it was going to be Obi One. I know some fans were hoping for Boba Fett. Yeah. And, but I guess I I'll I'll start off with my initial reaction.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Go
0: ahead. Um. I love obi-wan i'll say that right right now i love i love ewan mcgregor's portrayal i love alec guinness's portrayal um would i like to see an obi-wan movie yes and no um really i mean i really i mean for them to do this without even us seeing the Han Solo film yet. Um, It's kind of shocking. But it'll just be one of those you have to wait and see because I think they could really knock it out of the park or it could end up being a really bad film. Yeah. Because you think it... um, you, You would have to say it hundred percent of the film if they're going with the timeline that I think they're gonna go with it's all going to be on Tatooine because I I never saw Obi-Wan leaving Tatooine between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope he was on Tatooine that whole time that's what we were to assume and really what could possibly happen while he's looking after Luke?
1: Yeah, ex- exactly. Like, what are we gonna get a movie about eighteen years of Obi One sitting in a small clay hut on Tatooine? You know, like, yeah,
0: it's and even I don't know if I would even been excited for a Boba Fett movie now i mean yeah boba fett's cool but i've never really hated boba fett right but if it was just a boba fett movie i would probably feel the same way i do right now for an obi-wan movie now if if they were to do a movie with boba fett in it i think why not just go and do a bounty hunter movie exactly yeah with like a whole bunch of bounty hunters like you would have Boba fett you could have boss Dingar, Vito, you could have, Fido, you yeah. Could have ig88 yeah. Cad bane. yeah i mean give me a live action cad bane that would be awesome
1: that would be that, that oh. i mean and i know like i don't know about you but you know, I think like, a Cad Bane movie would just contradict everything I want for an anthology film. But it would still be so cool because we know so little about him.
0: Yeah, because he's like... I mean, Cad Bane... He, he has to be one of my favorite bounty hunters. Oh, oh he, yeah. Even... I mean, I know he was only in the Clone Wars. Animated character, but come on. Two of my favorite bounty hunters are have only been animated as far as I know. Cad Bane... And Embo. Both of them from The the Clones. clones. Mm -hmm. I would love to see both of them in live action. Because everyone's saying, oh, yeah, Cad Bane, he's like, you know, what? He's like the Clint Eastwood, you know, bounty hunter. He got the big hat.
1: yo yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, big hats, you know, spinning guns. You know, yeah, yeah. He is almost, I would say, the most Western, you could say, bounty hunter of them all, you know? Right. He just kind of has that persona and the way he carries himself almost reminds you of, like, a cowboy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I – now, yeah, I think, you know, I think about Obi-Wan, you know, the character of Obi-Wan, you know, we've we seen him in six movies, seven if you want to include his little couple of lines he says in The Force Awakens. I'll leave that up to the viewer to decide. Like, right. five seasons of animated shows and then, of course, an appearance in Rebels. You know what more is a, like his story is fully told you know and i hear some fans saying oh i'd love to see him you know pre phantom menace and I, i'm like well you know and i try to keep it positive here but <laughs> there's nothing there It's going to be the normal, I mean, what, do you want to see him get ransacked by the Jedi and then, you know, brought up to a Padawan? We've seen that before in the forms of, you know, a little bit of the, you know, the prequels. We've seen it in plenty of books, comics, video games. We know the process of the making of a Jedi. Just, you know, I don't see anything special about seeing Obi-Wan going through that process. Nothing that would make an absolutely amazing anthology film and of an entire galaxy, you know, of unexplored content or very little touched on content why right. would you choose someone that is why would you choose Obi-Wan I just may, I don't know I'm sure maybe money has you know I we want this to be a financial success of course we do we want them to you know keep on being able to justify making Star Wars content and we want them to make money we want we want to give them you know thousands of dollars of course we do
0: but because yeah. Yeah, you know Disney knows how us Star Wars fans are they could you know they can make we're gonna see this obi-wan movie regardless of what we're saying now right they know we will but you know they can make um let me see. they can make a Meeber gascon <laughs> and we would throw our money at him or even like
1: what may be so controversial like but like a Jar Jar Binks standalone film <laughs> Imagine how much talk that would make or buzz. Yeah.
0: And you know, me me being a Jar Jar fan, I would actually stand up for that. I would say, yes, give me a Jar Jar movie. A ch- chance of redemption, you know. Yeah, come on.
1: Man, I mean his well, his story man, is Jar Jar. Yeah, yeah. I mean we don't we don't know what happened. We don't know his. Fo- we I mean we know. All we know is whenever he found Qui Gon up to like. Him going, let's give emergency ch- you know, powers to right. Chancellor Palpatine. And yeah. then it just ends. And then we, he, he has seen nothing more of Jar Jar. So he still has a beginning and an end that has not been fully explored, you know? Yeah, and but- like I, that's why I'm saying, you know, like, even they can even make Jar Jar work because the story isn't fully told. Obi Wan's story is fully told we see you know close enough to his origin and we definitely see his you know death and a new hope like there is nothing left to tell
0: we know right. the
1: full story arc of obi-wan kenobi
0: but yet when that when that movie comes out i'll be i'll be there going here take my take my ten
1: yeah and no like i will always look forward to seeing a star wars movie and i will always be you know cheering whenever i see a trailer or you know right before i enter the theater But I just think that there are so many better options um, for a full galaxy of content than to be doing a fully fleshed out character. I mean, we've seen Han Solo in four films now. We've seen, you know, Obi Wan and, you know, a lot more than six films, of course, like I just said. But, you know, I want to see, you know, how about a Mandalore movie? Let's see how the Mandalorians got started. Let's see them in action. Let's really get to know maybe some of these, like, major, major players in. You know, the Mandalore community and the Death Watch. I just, you know, just for, you know throwing out examples just like that. You know, let's see um, a Coruscant Underworld movie. Let's see some of the gangs that run, you know, the bottom levels of Coruscant. Let's see, you know, what a daily life is yeah. like for Coruscant. We know there's so much unexplored from Coruscant. Being, what, I think it's, you know, a, a completely city-covered planet with probably trillions of citizens, I'm sure. Um, there's still, you know, again, so many different things they could do. And I feel like with Rogue One... It was almost a perfect start because not only, you know, were they able to introduce very successfully new characters and a new, you know, storyline, but they also were able to incorporate some classic characters to add to that Star Wars charm, and I felt yeah. like they were really going in a step in the right direction. You know, I was thinking, okay, you know, a Han Solo movie, they could try out a couple new things. You know, that'll be interesting. But now that the Obi wan movie is announced, I'm like, so are we just gonna get a bunch of character anthology films? You know, I don't want to see, right, a bunch of fully developed characters get their own film you know i want to see new exciting completely disconnected stories
0: you know right i mean luke skywalker is my favorite all-time favorite star wars character i don't want i I don't want him to have a standalone movie we've seen yeah
1: yeah we've seen i don't uh, yeah we've seen so many stuff and han solo is one of mine if not my favorite and not only do i not want to see because the story's um you know fully fleshed out but i'm worried i am not because of the director change just any character right. film you are rolling the dice cuz if you make a good movie it will ruin the character you know it has to be perfect it has to somehow make his character more like he already was and better and that's just it's almost impossible to do you know even with great director like ron howard who directed you know rush one of my favorite movies outside of you know star wars universe it's just it's it seems like there's a lot more things that could go wrong than right with these movies. And it just worries me that they're going to ruin an amazing character and not even on purpose. You know, it could be a great film and it could still ruin the character of Han Solo or Obi-Wan. I'm just like, I'm just worried about what could happen to these characters. Yeah.
0: I mean, I know there, there's some fans that are you, the old Republic. Go back to that.
1: Exactly. And of course, there's so many rumors and a petition, even you know, for a live-action Old Republic movie or not movie show. So I'm kind of still crossing my fingers on that one, but um, I yeah, I would love to see the Old Republic
0: explored, definitely. I mean, there's there there's just so much, so much that they, because yeah, I I'm not, I wasn't even. What I'm worried about with the Han Solo movie, it wasn't so much that. I know some fans. Right when they announce that, they're like, "Oh no, no, that's sacrilege! You cannot replace Harrison Ford." Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even that. I I was never concerned about recasting for a younger Han Solo. And I don't even, I don't neither, even neither doubt, I. I don't even doubt Alden Ehrenreich's ability. No, neither do I to play him. I've seen Alden in. Hail Caesar. That movie was great. It was good. The theater I work at had it. That's where I saw it. Mm -hmm. It was a good movie. He was tremendous in it. So, his acting ability aside, that wasn't even what I was worried about. What I was worried about was, you know, don't... Yes. I mean, just don't ruin Han Solo.
1: Yeah, I mean, and... I mean for example I mean there's plenty of examples where you have a different actor playing the same character you know but it's still like James Bond like Sean Connery Roger Moore you know they're different actors but it still feels like James Bond each one of them feel like you know, they feel like they're James Bond you know and yeah. they could totally do that with Han Solo I have, I have no problem with there being a different actor besides Harrison Ford uh, portraying him
0: yeah I have I have no and, and it's Every time I think of Han Solo, I'll always think Harrison Ford. Regardless yeah. Regardless. I'll always
1: think of that, you know, slimy smuggler and Moss Eisley Cantina, you know? Yeah. Definitely, yeah.
0: But I just, w- would I like to see how Han got the Falcon from Lando and how he met Chewbacca? Sure. Yeah. I, that, that's one thing I'm excited about the movie. Absolutely. I'm hoping they do that.
1: And I know it's legends now, but you know I read the uh, the Han Solo trilogy about you know it was exactly what this movie's gonna be about how he got the Falcon, how he met Chewbacca. I've read that I've read the Corellian trilogy, which is also now um, legends. But that was about you know it was after Return of the Jedi, him going back to Corellia and you know all the chaos that erupted from there. So you know I have I have gotten plenty of Han Solo, you know one way or another, and uh, it's not about you know there being a different Han Solo. It's just. For me, it's just the fear of what House is going to change the character, and why are you know there's so much safer, more exciting you know stories to tell.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They they should have just left the. I guess you would say big three alone, or even big four now that they're doing Obi Wan.
1: Yeah.
0: But, I, I said one. I've said on my um episode of Star Wars on tap that unmistakably Star Wars does Uh that when asked, what would I like to see? I actually said a Qui-Gon movie. Yeah. I've only seen him in one movie. And that one movie I saw him in happened to be my favorite movie of the prequels, probably because of his character because i liked him so much and i was kind of upset when spoilers <laughs> I killed. yeah but yeah you if
1: you're listening to this podcast you haven't seen um the phantom menace that's actually i'll be very surprised yeah <laughs>
0: yeah and you know you i don't know why you're listening to star wars podcasts then yeah but <laughs> but yeah it's i was i'm like i'm like i would have loved to know more and i even told you know said one the on my episode, I said I said I said you could replace Liam Neeson. I would have no problem with that. There are plenty of younger actors out there that I think can pull off a young Liam Neeson. Yeah, sure. And could absolutely do it and do it very well. You know, go back and show me show me um you know him being a Jedi being trained by Dooku. You know
1: Right, I mean, there's there's so many untold adventures that Qui Gon has had, you know. So
0: show me how he became jaded because he was sort of a rebel Jedi. Yeah, he never wanted to be on the council because he saw, you know, they weren't, you know, they weren't functioning well. Yeah. Right. So yeah, show me that. but
1: yeah. Oh yeah, there's and you know that's a story that hasn't been told. You know, obi one story has been told. Ha, you know, Han Solo's story has been told.
0: yeah so we'll just have to sit back and put our trust in kathleen kennedy
1: and yeah and i fully trust them i fully trust them
0: i think they're i think
1: i have you know i have all my confidence and all my trust in them i have no yeah real serious you know skepticism at least of right now you know everything they've done oh oh, just about everything they've done has been amazing rebels i'm still scratching my head at but that's for a different episode (laughs) yeah um, so, but, yeah, um, and then of course the um, supposed uh, director Stephen Dalgery, who has also made um, The Reader and Billy Elliot, which I think was nominated. I don't, I don't remember if it was awarded for an Oscar. But uh,
0: I'm, I can say I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen any of his other films. I don't. Th- so- I need, No, I I need to check them out. I need
1: to check them out. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm sure. I'm again. I they've. I've not questioned. I think they've done an awesome job with all their directing choices. So far and of course there's a bit of the Han Solo, you know, controversy, but Disney yeah, Disney knows what they're they, doing with their hope, directors, no doubt.
0: Well, they they have done a good job with all their directing choices and I think when they did make a mistake with a directing choice, I think they stepped in and did what they had to do. Yeah. They, the, and brought in in my opinion, one of my favorite directors, Ron Howard. So Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they could have brought in um, my one of my other favorite directors, Kevin Smith, and I would have been happy, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Kevin Smith has already said he does not want to do a Star Wars movie.
1: Which I, I totally understand. I completely... I don't play under- 100 Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, I mean, you are playing with fire whenever you agree yeah. to do anything Star Wars-related like that.
0: He, you know, he does not want to touch Star Wars. He doesn't even want to touch one of his favorite characters and mine Batman he doesn't even want to touch Batman so yeah yeah I know it's uh you leave those up to the professionals he goes I, I I make goofy goofy movies let me make my goofy movies so. right right
1: no I, I totally understand that um I, yeah that's it's you're like I said you're playing with fire the the, yeah. the Star Wars there's a lot of Star Wars fans out there looking to eat you know, these, you know, the Disney people up alive, you know, any excuse they can find, so and not mm-hmm. only that, but you're putting yourself in the international spotlight pretty much forever at that point. You are forever embedded to, in pop culture history.
0: They tried to hire comedy directors for that, for the for the solo movie, and yeah, yep. not, yeah, didn't work uh, out. I
1: mean, they directed, right, uh, 21 and 22 Jump Street, like the Lego movie, stuff like yeah. that, you know, so.
0: From yeah. what I heard, I haven't seen the Jump Street movies. From what I heard, those were funny. Yeah, I mean, they,
1: they were funny. Different. They were they were funny. I saw them. They were entertaining and they were funny. But they definitely, it would be very weird to see that in the Star Wars universe. I will say that it'd be weird yeah. to see that style in Star Wars. Yeah,
0: um, I just, you know, you know, you know, I just wish they were, you know, took took it more seriously than what, from what I sound like they they did take it because. From you know the rumors that they were hearing, it was getting to, what was it, Jim Carrey Ace Ventura type? Sure. Comedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. From that's from what I heard. I can't, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Jim Carrey true. is uh, he's he's his own. Um, I would, I would say it's only his own comedy style. You know, I would say so. I, yeah. Which I, I um, love Dumb and Dumber. I love Dumb and yeah. Dumber too. I loved uh, Fire Marshal Bill. Also something else he did. I yeah. thought those were, those were pretty funny. Um, that, that was an old show, right? In Living Color, I think, is where that was from. Um, yep. Which I've gone through and you know, binged watch those. Um, so I'm a huge Jim Carrey fan. But again, that that style in Star Wars would just seemed very, almost yeah. awkward to see. Um, yeah, but... I,
0: think, uh, I wish I could remember the, the host and the podcast that said it that had me laughing. That said when when they were talking about that saying, Oh, we heard it was getting the Ace Ventura comedy level. Um oh someone said he he goes, No, he goes, I don't wanna see I don't wanna see Han Solo crawling out of, crawling out of a Bantha's butt.
1: <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. Just was, just would not it feels so out of place. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No Because like just,
1: the thing about I don't want to interrupt, but, like, the thing about, like, these movies, too, that, you know, they have done, like, they're self-aware, you know? Like, they they know they're, you know, this kind of this weird comedy, and, like, they totally make fun of themselves, you know? Like, Star Wars is almost, like, you, it makes you feel like there's this actual living, existing galaxy in it, you know? So I think the Immersion factor would be completely
0: lost with that, too. Yeah, well, yeah, We're just going to have to, you know... I, I like like you said I totally trust Disney and Kathy Kathleen Kennedy so all we can do is speculate right now and you know hope for the best so. Mhm. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, like you said, it's it's not a hundred percent yet, but it might as well should be. So.
1: Yeah. I I just yep.
0: <laughs> At least the last. The last story i saw when i was you know on twitter was it was still unconfirmed but it's almost you know undeniable that, yeah and if, if if that is the case the only thing i i will say is please sign Kewan mcgregor because he, he he really wants to do play obi-wan again and he would be at the perfect age
1: yeah right that in between play
0: the obi-wan that they're going for so
1: i would totally i'd fully support of course an ewan mcgregor um one last hoorah for him you know to uh do it and i think i think it would settle my mind it would ease my mind so much if he was going to be obi-wan like i would just have this huge you know sigh of relief yeah like all that's, right, oh, he is in. He's back in the hands of you know Obi wan <laughs> Right. Yeah.
0: That, that that would probably. That that's what. That's what I'm hoping they're waiting for. I'm, I'm hoping they're waiting to make it official. When they have, his signature on the dotted line too.
1: Yeah, that that would make me so feel it, so much better about
0: it. Say, yeah. They could say, hey, you know your fate when your favorite Obi wan Actors is coming back to portray yeah. his role. Yep. So. Yeah,
1: that that would be outstanding, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's that'd be very relieving. And uh we'll see how we'll see how long this plays out before we get hundred percent confirmed, we get the casting, and then you know, and then all of a sudden there's a whole nother movie. We'll have maybe it's I don't know, I don't know if there'd be a weird, awkward phase we would have Episode 9, the Han Solo movie, and the Obi-Wan movie all filming at the same time. That'd be very interesting to see. I, I just don't think the timelines would match up on that. Because I'm sure that Han Solo movie is finishing up. And we may get Episode 9 and Obi-Wan, you know, filming at the same time for just like maybe a month or two. But um, wow, that would be interesting to see like three movies going on at once, you know, being made. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think it will line up.
0: No, but it would... Gener- generate a lot of content for our podcast though
1: so. <laughs> oh yes it sure would it sure would <laughs>
0: yeah we wouldn't have any you know we wouldn't run out of anything to talk about no so. no we wouldn't i mean
1: i don't know if you follow ron howard on instagram um oh yeah but he, he's been like posting some random you know kind of interesting little scenes of you know like fire and you know just <laughs> kind of like explosions and stuff I'm like ooh, you know what's going on here but uh He's kind of, he's been kind of teasing because we haven't seen any trailers for the Han Solo movie coming out nope. in supposedly less than a year very weird to think about but uh, yeah yeah so yeah. I th- is if that's all you have to say uh, for Obi-Wan I think that'll cover up our news
0: segment yeah I yeah? don't think there's much more to say right now until no. we get the official word and some more casting news and Yeah, for sure. That kind of stuff. So, yeah. So if we head into our like our little
1: final segment, just talk about um, what we are planning on doing for the podcast, and uh, you know how often we want to record. You know how often we're you know where we're going to post stuff. Um, I will say, like right now, we're planning on posting on Podbean and um, iTunes. I think is the plan right now. Um, So. If you guys are I don't know which one you guys will be listening on. Um, I think pod will go out first because I think iTunes takes a day or two for the um, RSS feed to clear. So you, whatever you know you're whatever you're watching. Um, I'm sure you'll be one of those sites. I have seen that Spotify has their own podcast. maybe you're looking to getting it up on Spotify. that'd be interesting. And then of yeah. course if worse comes to worse you know we have it on my YouTube channel until we can figure something out but that shouldn't happen. Um, I think we should be good to go. I think we had talked about earlier, maybe trying to get at least an episode up a week. Yeah, definitely at, at the very least. I would love to um, do more for sure, uh, if possible. If there is you know stuff, there's not anything you know. I don't want to force podcasts when there's nothing of you know value hey. to talk about. But um, we try to get one up a week, kind of update you with the news, and then choose a topic, any topic at any point in the Star Wars universe, and kind of I guess give our. Thoughts and opinions on that. So that that's our plan. We will do have no, a new segment, um, and then a to, you know some other topic, and yeah, any topic suggestions? We'd love to hear our viewers. If you guys have anything you'd like to hear us talk about, anything you'd like to try, you know, us for to try out in the podcast, um, let us know. I'd loved at some point to do some type of call-in show. That'd be a lot of fun to get some of the viewers involved yeah. at some point further down the line. We'll even I mean we're still trying to figure out all the just you know just the normal. Uploading stuff, but you know, once we get going, we'd love to have some people um, on the show. People calling in, it'd be great to you know, set up yeah. some
0: interaction for sure. Yeah, maybe and, have you know, invite some other Star Wars podcasters on the show, absolutely. And I, I'm sure I could, you know, Knock twist on our topic.
1: Yeah, I, I, oh, yeah, I could probably twist Telegrito's arm and I'd get him back on. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he seemed to really enjoy these, so I would love to have him on for sure anything no, else you no, yeah no. man feel free to add anything else right now
0: not not that i can think of right now
1: okay i we will definitely have more stuff coming out in the near future it's it's been a great first episode this was a really good talk uh, we spent a lot of time in the origin which is fun um it yeah. was good that we you guys really got to know us hopefully a good base um from star wars that's and awesome. not star wars related yeah. um yeah which is fine that's what a podcast is supposed to be it's supposed to be a yeah. conversation it's supposed to be yep. you know you know again something that you can be entertained to so yeah and, any other things you guys ever you know feel free to mention ask tell us we'd love to hear you guys' feedback and going future' we're going forward in the future I'm really looking forward to things it'll be a good ride I've got a great co-host here I'm glad to be hosting you know an official podcast you could say for Star Wars Media and of course so thankful that Jeff is here to uh, co-host this podcast with me could not do it without him at all thank you absolutely absolutely
0: if if the listeners want to you know shoot us feedback or get a hold of us we do have a Twitter we're on Twitter at the Canto Cast, and we do have a Facebook page. Yes. The yep. Canto Cast. Just search Canto Cast and it should come up. Mm-hmm. And if you want to follow me individually on Twitter, I'm at Jedi Fish, and Fish is spelled F I S C H. And if you want to follow Tristan, why don't you tell them where they can follow you? Okay, if
1: you want to know my YouTube account, it's just at Star Wars Media YT, so at Star Wars Media YT, and then if you want to follow my personal one, you know, just I guess more, you know, like I said, more the personality, you know, more about me. You can follow me at at T M N eighteen. I'll spell that out uh, at T A M E N T eighteen. So one more time at T A M E N T eighteen. All my personal stuff will be up there. Um, I yeah. So if you guys want to, you know, those are my two accounts. that I'm working with i do have a third channel or not a second channel it's in the works but that's not really anything to do with star wars and that's you know i'm just super busy with other stuff so i don't even bother trying to find that because nothing's going to be posted on there for a while but i'll announce that when the time comes so i think that covers it for social media for now um of course yeah. like i said just yeah feel free to shoot us a message and on any of those different sources we'll get back to you as soon as we can And you guys will be able to stay up to date with us in between podcasts. Uh, We're probably going to put some stuff out there and interact with you guys for sure in other podcasts. So really looking forward to it. Yeah, let us know. Great, great start. Definitely. I'm really looking forward to the second episode coming up in a week. So thank you guys so much for watching. I'm going to save the outro for the one that uh, Hyperspace made for us because they made an absolutely outstanding outro and intro. We cannot, again, thank you guys enough. Be sure to give them a follow and check out their podcast. Very neat. And with that being said, we will see you in the next podcast.
0: Take it easy. Life is about passions. Thank you for sharing ours. This has been the CantoCast. May May the the force Force be with you. you.